And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the Canadian Federation of Agriculture annual meeting opens in Ottawa today. And a Saskatchewan farmer is hoping to be the next leader of the National Farm Group. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries. Wind west 30 gusting to 50. The high today minus 11. The low minus 16. Wind chill minus 19 tonight, minus 25 overnight. Tomorrow mainly cloudy, 60% chance of flurries. On Thursday, wind west 20 with a high of minus 10. The wind chill minus 22 tomorrow morning, minus 16 in the afternoon. The low Thursday night, minus 20. Friday, sunny with a high, minus 16. The low, minus 29. Saturday, sunny with a high, minus 21. The low, minus 26. Sunday, partly cloudy with a high, minus 17. The low, minus 22. Monday, sunny at the high, minus 13. The low, minus 18. Tuesday, sunny, the high near, minus 10. The normal high is minus 4 for this date. The normal low, minus 16. The sun rose at 7.47 this morning. It sets at 6.35 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot is Loon Lake, Saskatchewan at minus 5. The cold spot is a tie between Mancota and Valmarie at minus 22 right now. Estevan is minus 17. Saskatoon minus 10. Swift Current minus 14. Weyburn minus 15. Yorkton is minus 11. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's minus 14. That's 7 above Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-southwest at 23, giving a wind chill right now of minus 24 degrees. Humidity is 71%, the barometer dropping 102.6. Drifting snow in Moose Jaw, minus 13. Winds are from the west-southwest, 35, gusting to 44. Once again, Regina cloudy and minus 14, that's 7 above Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And Technotill Seeding System, packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotill on Facebook or on technotill.com. Producing Prosperity is the theme of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture Annual Meeting, which opened today in Ottawa. Vice President Norm Hall of Winyard is a candidate to replace the retiring Ron Bonnet later today. Hall says today's meeting opened with a discussion on farm data storage. We had a, uh, a panel on, on big data, on the ownership of, of data in, in agriculture, and found out that in Canada there's no specific definition for ag data. And so, you know, that, that's the first part. And then uh, we have to move on on ownership, and something that's worth big data uh, in Canada is worth trillions of dollars and there's no ownership of it legal so uh, we have to work on that and the second panel is is on uh, that's going right now is on plant breeding and and value creation and how we move forward in in plant breeding and and the funding of of such this afternoon we've got minister macaulay coming in to speak to us while we're while we're having lunch and and uh, then the opening remarks and and the election of president of CFA the current president ron bonnet is stepping down after uh, nine years as president. And so that leaves a big hole in the organization. And so I've let my name stand for election as president. You farm at Winyard and a past president of APAS. Are there any, any challengers besides yourself? 
Oh yes, there's Mary Robinson, past president of the Prince Edward Island Federation of Agriculture, and so there's just two of us. We both want the presidency, and it's going to be a an interesting uh, election. We've both done a fair bit of campaigning prior to and during this AGM run-up, and I guess we'll we'll see what happens. You're the past president, as I said, of APAS and current vice president of the CFA. What do you hope to see some of the key issues that will be discussed this coming year? Well, of, of course, we've got our election coming up, like federally. And uh, that campaign is going to kick off federally pretty soon, but we've already started making plans on informing the, the candidates of, of all parties on the, the position of Canadian agriculture and what we want to see done going into the future. And and in this last election, there was quite a number of urban MPs, as, and I'm, as I'm sure there will be this time, and who are unaware of, of what agriculture is really all about. So we need to not only inform the public, but inform the folks that are running for public office and, and get them up to speed on what's going on so that proper decisions can be made, or shall I say, educated decisions can be made. Grain transportation, I guess royalties on seed, those are some of the key issues you see coming up. To oh, yeah. be discussed yeah. at the at, at during the federal election campaign. Yeah, those those are those are a couple things. There's carbon. There's there's pest management review agency and and some of the decisions that they're coming up with on whether it's glyphosate or neonics or or strychnine or or a number of other chemicals or or even getting more generic chemicals into the mix so that lowers costs for producers on products that already exist. I imagine the carbon issue, the carbon tax issue, will be a big thing that farmers will be concerned about. Yeah, and that's been a big issue for for a number of years. Going into the election, there's a number of provinces that already have a carbon tax, Saskatchewan, Ontario, and New Brunswick. There's four provinces that were interveners in in the, oh, Manitoba was the other one, in the Saskatchewan case. And so, yeah, that's going to be one more of those issues. And, And there's just so many on the plate all the time. Labor is a huge issue, farm labor. Right now, we're, we're 59,000 positions short in, in Canada. And by 2025, there's, it's predicted that we'll be close to 120,000 jobs short in Canada in, in ag and agri-food. So where is all that, that labor going to come from? And, and how are we going to deal with it? And so there's, there's, there's lots of stuff. We, we won't be bored. Norm Hall is the vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture and is running for president at the annual meeting being held today and tomorrow in Ottawa. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. There's a mixed outlook for grain markets this winter. Alan Johnson operates Johnson's Grain Marketing at Wellwyn and says there's strong demand for feed grain right now, but most other markets are relatively quiet. So we start with the red lentils there. They're trading at around uh, trading at around 18 cents, sometimes FOB, sometimes delivered. By FOB, I mean freight paid picked up, sometimes delivered. 22 cents on the green lentils. Uh, Canary seeds still in the 20, 21, 22. You never know what day it is or what the price might be. It just, it's not a hot commodity, but there is some buyers out there. Periodically, they're not there every day. So, And we go back to the, to the peas, uh, yellow peas. We, we've been getting $7 picked up in the Manitoba area, but that, that bid is fairly thin and only from, from one buyer. And other than that, we've got delivered prices at that, that sort of level or less. So the yellow peas are not as strong as they were back, say, at Christmas time or in November. It just softened up a bit. The export markets are not 
out there demanding yellow peas into India or into Pakistan. So that's just softened that whole marketplace up. We also work on the export side through our office in Calgary. And most days they're having trouble. Like usually they can trade, you know, 10, 15 cars, rail cars a day, track Vancouver. But you know, lately it's been pretty quiet. I think they did something like 10 cars yesterday, but that was a rare day. Just the markets are quiet and hard to get stuff happening, you know. Then you go to the green peas uh, into the country there, probably we can get maybe $11 picked up or a little better than that, eleven fifty delivered to some guys. But again, farmers are not selling, buyers are not chasing it really real hard. So that market is just, you know, it's it's just quiet. It's, I don't know how to call it, Jim. It's just very, very quiet. I think there's a lot of grain out there to move. Somewhere along the line, it's got to happen. Right now, we're in a situation where the road bands are going to be on here very quickly. So if guys do want to move it, and we can't move it in February because that's over with. And we get into March, April, that's when the trucking will probably start happening. And then we get into road vans, and then that causes trouble. We guys can't take in, they can't haul full 42-ton loads, so that makes the freight more expensive. So don't mean to babble here, but those, those are the real-time situations that go in this grain business. How about flax and rye? How are they looking? Well, flax is still hanging in there. Uh, you know, it's still in that. Twelve seventy-five, thirteen dollar range, as far as I know, and uh, you know, picked up, and there is some demand for it. Uh, rye, we had a buyer out of the states looking for a few loads the other day, but rye is in really short demand. There was lots of it picked up in late fall, early winter there, and lots of stuff went south for you know, just for going into the coverage, seed coverage, or crop coverage to, for the winter. So I think most of the rye, as far as we know, it's pretty well gone out of the system, unless some guys are hanging on to some. Chunks of, just some chunks of rye, and they're still very bullish. But time will tell on that. But I don't think there's much left for rye. How about some of the feed grains, the oats, uh, feed barley, uh, Well, you feed know, wheat. that is a little different situation. There's lots of demand for feed barley, feed wheat, uh, feed oats, uh, feed peas, but we're just not, it's just not coming to us. Not like we, not the volume that we would like to have it. It's just, I don't know if it's not out there or if guys are just bullish and they won't sell it. But uh, I think there's still quite a bit of feed grains left here yet. But we're not moving chunks of it. There are big tons of it like we'd like to be. So if you've got some feed grains and you want to get it moved, again, we're going to get it booked now, but you're going to have to work around the road bands, either before it happens or wait a month or two until they're over. But that is the reality of the time at this time of the year. Alan Johnson operates Johnson's Grain Marketing at Wellwyn. New livestock transport regulations will come into effect one year from now. They outlined the conditions under which animals can be moved from point to point, including maximum travel times. For beef and dairy cattle, the new maximum will be 36 hours, compared to the current 48 hours. Pigs will continue to have a shorter maximum travel interval than cattle. It will be reduced from the current 36 hours to 28 hours. A couple of animal welfare organizations don't believe the standards are adequate. Gary Storty with the Canadian Pork Council disagrees. He quotes numbers from the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. For every 10,000 animals that were shipped, 37 of those animals were deemed in a, a condition that maybe shouldn't have been shipped or were, uh, unfortunately, didn't survive the trip. You know, so less than 0.3% were found to be compromised at the arrival on plant. You know, are, is that something that you know, we want to work to improve? Absolutely, and we are. But it doesn't scream to me that there is a strong or a big problem. Storty says transporters have to undergo training to handle the animals and better plan long-distance travel routes. 
Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola fell 70 cents at 421.12. Flax rose 236 at 475.61. Oats dropped $3.51 at $179.65. Number one red spring wheat went up 404 at 211.91. The rest were unchanged. Durham 215.84. Feed barley 187.63. Yellow peas 254.54. Feed wheat 193.31. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat is up five cents at 560 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, February the 27th. 2,200 heads in the sort, 200 cows and bulls, a total of 2,400 for the day. I'd like to start off by welcoming, welcoming Barry Bazook, known as Junior, he has joined our team here at Heartland Yorkton. He will be one of the marketing reps here at Heartland Yorkton. Welcome, Junior. D1, D2 cows, 70 to 80. Sales to 81, 82. D3 cows, 60 to 70. Cows are averaging 71 cents. Good bulls, 88 to a dollar. Sales to 103, 104. The bulls are averaging 95.50. On to the pre-sort sales. Some highlights on the steer side. 450-pound steers, 250. 500-pound steers, 235. 600 pound steers, 224. 650 pound steers, 218. My favorite pen, 700 pound tan steers, 190. 800 pound steers, 182. And the big boys, 950 pound steers at 167. On to the heifer side, 500 pound heifers, 197. 550 is 192. 650 pound heifers, 184. 700 pound heifers, 173. And 800 pound heifers at 166. Next week, pre-sort is full, and there is still some room on our March the 13th sale. This Friday, bread cow and heifer sale, 225 cows and heifers booked. Two complete herd dispersals. Sale starts at 11 o'clock this Friday. And tomorrow, Thursday to February the 28th, Pheasantdale Cattle Company, 15th annual bull and female sale at the farm east of Belcares. Watch for signs. Lunch at 12 noon, sale at 1. Lionel and Lee, they do a very good job out there. Don't miss that sale. Also, uh, some information about the Zuchkin heifer sale that was held last Saturday. Top 10 of heifers sold for $2,400. The average of 82 heifers sold was $2,225. To Willie, Johnny, and family, a job well done. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,300 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 110 to 130 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,300 head, selling a range of 109 to 128 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down. Poor contract prices opened higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is down 13 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3195. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.08 cents U.S. Cash weakness is expected to be a feature of the marketplace over the next couple of weeks, especially as large supplies are available with weekly slaughter estimated to be over 5% above year-ago levels. The pork cutout remains at the lows, and no primal cut has made a sustained run higher in weeks. Yesterday, an article making the rounds quoted U.S. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue of saying pork may not be a major part of trade talks 
because China has endeavored to become more self-sufficient in the food staple. While the market did not react to the comment, it certainly is not bullish. One takeaway could be that if the two sides are not actively negotiating U.S. pork now, a new China-U.S. trade deal announcement might not support the market by itself. The outlook today, partly cloudy, 30%. Chance of flurries, wind west 30, gusting to 50, and the high minus 11. The low minus 16. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries, wind west 20, the high minus 10, the low minus 20. In Regina, cloudy and minus 14, that's 7 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.